Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our hosts, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. As whiskey enthusiasts, we're all captivated by the backstory of bourbon brands. But you might be surprised to learn that your favorite whiskey probably also has a black story. African Americans have made countless contributions to the American spirits industry throughout the years. And in this episode, our historian W.A. Stevens will take us on a deep dive and share their stories. Let's get it. All right, man. Welcome to another episode of Black and Brown. Oh, yeah. The podcast. Yes, sir. We're still in Huga. <laughs> I like it. I love it, baby. You know, hey, Charlotte man, it's so me. nice. Also, better, it's better for me that we all in the same room, man. This is it's a the vibe. Energy. is so much better. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, I love it. You know, we're still dealing with COVID. You know, we wiped the studio down. Yep, Delvin. We took precautions. Yes, sir. <laughs> good job, Delvin. Clorox wipes. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's all good. You can so, find them now. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. before, I mean, in March, you couldn't find them well, or toilet paper. I know but... somebody who was stocking them. So if you needed them, I could have sent them to you. We had toilet paper and Clorox wipes. Wow. So we had shiny bums. Oh, and y'all probably had N95s. Oh, uh, yeah. My, mother, my mother-in-law my mother typed me up with those before everything started. In February, <laughs> yeah. she had a Word? set up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. dope. But Very that's dope. beside the point. You know, <laughs> now, now people are losing their minds walking around with no mask, want to fight over masks. But we're not going to get into that. Nah. <laughs> we're not going to be on either side. We're here nah, to talk about bourbon. Nah, let's talk about bourbon, man. Let's so the last episode, we, know. we had Duke and Dame in the house. Man, that was fire. Oh, man, them them so brothers, man, they brought it, man. I, I really gained a new respect for that whole brand, man. Yeah. Those dudes were, were fantastic. I mean, it was a tasty beverage already. Yes, yeah, sir. It and was I, a mouthful of caramel. And when I, I went when into I it. it, I went into it kind of on the fence. Right. But, but when they explained the flavor they were going for, like right. the Werther's, like, believe it or not, when I was a kid growing up in Germany, and then when we moved around, Werther's was my joint. What? <sighs> Your grandmother always had that in her person church. She would always shut yes. you up or shut you down. Yes, sir. And then she'd give you one and, you know, so you can be quiet. Yes. What I didn't understand, though, is called Werther's Original. Was yeah. there like a new school Werther's and then they had to distinguish that, hey, this is yeah. the original. Well, you know, Werther's was the first one to set trip, dog. You know, you can't come over here and make another <laughs> Werther's, dog. <laughs> we Werther's Original. Yeah, right. It's just our the block. OG. Yeah, no, this exactly. ain't playing. Is, right. it, is it sweet? I'm sorry. If it's not Swedish, don't, if it's not Swiss, don't hit me up. I don't yeah. I have I'm just, no idea. You know, I see the commercials, the guy with the hat, you do yeah. the Werther's. Yeah. Word, dude, I'm telling yeah, you. It was good, though. I mean, it really hit like a whiskey, or, you yeah. know, like a bourbon. It really hit like that. Um, well, like I said, I got said. a whole mouthful of, yeah. of vanilla, man. Yeah, it was a whole nice. mouthful. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say, I just, I gained a, a whole new appreciation for their drink. Yeah, for right. One, yeah. but for them as business people. Don't. Yes. And the yeah. fact yes. that they had this vision to right. leave their successful Wall Street career. Which is yeah. tough, by the way. Dude, I mean, I mean, it's hard. When you get a paycheck, it's tough to walk out the door on something that you want to do, like a passion you want to explore. Well, you know, my, my guy, um, a dream deferred, man. That's my guy. You know what I'm saying? You got to chase it. Yeah. And they had that vision. I mean, they had that vision. Sure. So sh- shout out to those brothers, man. Yeah, if you, if you, if yeah. you have yeah. an opportunity yeah. to get Duke yeah. and Dame yeah. whiskey, yeah, get it. go get it. Support these brothers. Yeah, yes, go sir. to their website. See if you're one of the 28 states, if you're not close. What'd they say? Florida, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan New, New York. New York. Yeah. yeah. If you're not in one of those three states, uh, Chima said there's 28 states. Go on their website, uh, Duke and Dame Whiskey. Duke and Dame Whiskey. Dot com. Check them out. Yep. Dot com. Check them out and see if you're there. Yep. So on this episode, we're doing the black story. The black story. The black story. Yes, sir. Delvin, say it. The black story. The black story. <laughs> he didn't say it right. It wasn't enough apple pie in there, but it's okay. We're going to keep him. We're going to keep our guy. I'm a cake guy. He's a cake guy. Chase Lake Chase. <laughs> Fun joke. Chase Lake Chase. Anyway, so the black story, the premise is... You know, the contributions of 
the ancestor to right. the product, to the yep. spirit. And it's more than Uncle Nearest. Yeah, it's more than Uncle Nearest, but Uncle Nearest is probably one of the most well-known in the brands Correct. You know, that, that we have on the shelves today. Right. And driving this conversation is our historian, W.H. Stevens, the yes, one sir. we affectionately called the Silver <laughs> But that was pretty good, Delvin. But again, yeah, you know that's for friends and family. Don't see him out in the street. And no, no, no. Don't roll with me. Like you know, that nowadays yeah. you could catch a two piece with a side of cheese. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. just, you don't want to catch. That's them, just how it's going to go. Hands hey. University. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey. You know, we do this in jest, but we're not going to do it out in public in people's faces. Try Jesus. That's right. Try Jesus. Don't try me. <laughs> right. Yes. So, as we said, Bill's going to lead this discussion. Tell yes, us stuff we don't know because we've di- we've dived in, dived dove. dove. No, no, no. Delved in. Dove in. Delve in. We delved in. No, we we delved he into the subject. Stunned, man. He always stunts. He always got to be the center of attention. It's he like is, a, man. It's he a Virgo. The people's choice. <laughs> Definitely a Virgo. So, Bill, I mean, you're going to talk to the people today? Yes, sir. So, like, history, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, just doing some preliminary, you know, you know, um, research on the internet and uh-huh. and looking at the the contribution that um, African Americans. Um, more more specifically, um, like slaves yeah. that made contribution to bourbon industry. Yeah. Um, just doing, um, just you know, like I said, just doing a little bit of research, and let's do some roll call, shall we? Can we just say enslaved? I don't like when say slave. That pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enslaved. 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 Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm so, um, like I said, just doing a rundown on uh, on how African Americans kind of did, um, you know, kind of um, contributed yeah. to uh, early um, distilleries. Yep. So let's do some roll call, shall we? Yeah, roll call. Let's do it. <clears throat> so George Washington had a distillery. Did you guys know that? What? what yes, the, sir. What was the name of the distillery? Uh, Mount Vernon Distillery. No, oh. it was called One Dollar Bill Distillery. I thought it would have been Dim Teeth. Yeah, dollar, dollar, yeah. dollar, dollar Bill, y'all. So he had six slaves. Mount Vernon making Distillery. His, making his uh, spirits. Really? Yes, sir. So Elijah Craig had 36 slaves. What? Yes, sir. Reverend making, Elijah yeah, Craig? Reverend Elijah Craig. Well, wow. you know, I mean. A- amen, huh? Right. Yeah, so. Right. What about that? that uh, come on, man. See, I'm going to be... Wolford Reserve. Okay. So... 25 let, slaves. Let me just put hang out... On, a, hang on, hang on. Let me hang put on. out a disclaimer real quick. This is all information we got off the internet, right? Off the internet. Okay, yep. so we're not throwing slight at any of these distilleries. Nope, no you know, slight. Like I mean, Elijah Craig, because, okay. Wolford Reserve. We're not throwing slight. We're just telling you what we found. So think about this. These yeah. are the distilleries that actually gave permission okay. to open up their archives okay, for fine. people to come yeah. in there and look at. Okay. These are the only ones that I found out. Yeah, proceed. Wow. Okay, yeah. see, I don't so, want to fall into a libel or no, slander No, 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 no. So yeah. we're not okay. saying that they're, they're the only ones because right. I'm, I'm... So they, they 100% they were the only ones. Yeah. But they were the only ones that allowed people to come in okay. and look at their records and look at their history books and see what they... And then all this stuff was written down. Because, you know, a lot of times whenever you have, you know, people other than and, you know, certain people, right. you don't really get that history because the history wasn't really collected. It wasn't really, written, you know, written down. Right. Um, and, you know, women and, you know, blacks or, you know, just, you know they were just not recorded. It's kind as of far omitted. As yeah, it's yes, omitted. It just, I mean, it's just, I mean, they just didn't keep records because they right. didn't want to, yeah. you know, give credit, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Well, they, so, kept, they kept certain records. Well, it's, that would they, say. Yeah, it's, they kept certain records. It's his story. Yeah. Not, history. Not necessarily our story. Yeah. Correct. Or her right. story. Well, you know, you know, history is always, um, you know, written by the winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, you know, no, no one's no no one's going to write a history on you know somebody who does you know does is is not really in power. They right. don't really have a, you know anything to say. So I like I, like I was yeah. telling Bill, nobody's going to write how Shaka Zulu beat them thirty times. Yes, sir. They're going to yes, write sir. about the one yes, time they took out Shaka yeah. Zulu. Right. So right. interesting yeah. point though um, on the um, um, George Washington um, distillery. Yeah, they actually named the six slaves. Really? Yeah. So they gave the names. Gave the names. So no last names, which is kind of weird. Well, their last name was Washington. 
Probably so. Well, yeah, maybe. once they if, became free, if he gave them his last, yeah. Name. Once they, you know, yeah, right. A if lot they, of times they went under Freeman, right? Like you know, oh, such and yeah. such Freeman. Right. Yeah, you know. So, what I mean? um, so it's Henson, Peter, yeah. Nate, Daniel, James, and Timothy. Oh, fellas. interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, and um, this distillery was making like seventy five hundred dollars a year. So back, you know, back then, I That's mean, that, a lot of money. So, but think about this though, Anthony. <clears throat> When you're not paying your labor force, it's free labor. It's free labor. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. whatever you make, your product, I mean, all that is basically all profit. It's all profit, man. We're growing the grain. You're growing yes. the grain. That's what I was going right. to say. Let's so, step back and look at the labor we're talking about. Right. So they're out there in the fields. Yes, sir. They're planting the corn. Right. They're tilling the corn. Right. Harvesting the corn. Right. Taking it to the mill. Yep. Mashing it. Yep. Grinding it. Yep. Cooking it. Fermenting it. Yep. Kegging it. Yep. So, so. What what were they making at George Washington's? So their 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 whiskey is more like a rye, a, a rye um, build. So Ooh. it was like a sixty percent rye, thirty five percent corn, and five yeah. percent malted uh, barley. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, um, but it was. I mean, at the time, it was the most successful distillery in the United States. Of course, it was. A pre- was he the president at this time? No, or was he, he just yeah before he was president? Well, well I was. That, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Like, is he? Does he have these people out there making this whiskey for his own enjoyment? Or no. Was it actually commercially they, commercially they were available. selling it it was commercially really? yes, what was sir. it called i'm not really sure what it was called i didn't really get that um but it was just called the george washington george washington distillery. yeah and actually um that distillery is still it's still here it's, it's still i mean i mean What's it they called? give george washington um, mount vernon distillery oh mount vernon it's still yeah. around yeah. yes they, oh, yeah. you they happen they to look it? and see what they're they, making they give um they give tours and stuff now i'm not really sure if they you know Wait, um hang on is that isaac bowman distillery Hey, they very close. Exactly, exactly. So, oh my goodness. anyway, that's I mean, you know, crazy. so that's I mean, you know, you know, whenever I saw that, you know, the money, like I said, they were the, one of the most successful distilleries um, of their time. But again, you know, when you have free labor, yeah. um, doing, I mean, it's easy to make a profit. So, yeah. Anyway. And, and let me just tell you, it says by 1799, George Washington had become one of the largest whiskey yep. producers in the United States. Yep. Get out one of, of the largest. Yes. Which, by the way, yes. I mean, if you know history, Kentucky was a part of Virginia during that time. Right. So they basically cornered the market. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So <clears throat> past that, so um, also did do some more, you know, research, and I want to get her name name correct. Uh, she's a, she's a professor at um, Kentucky State University in Frankfort, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah I, th- um, I know you're talking. And about. she and she uh, found um, this guy named uh, Gary Gardner. Um, his his daily average to get leased out to distillers were um, was more than the average um, for a, a white labor at that time. So you know the brother was not doing just cleaning and doing the, you know the you know the stuff that you know they the, you know for for general laborers. This guy was actually distilling whiskey. So this guy was getting leased out for more than what a white person was at that time, which kind of was unheard of. Wow. Um, so this guy was a highly skilled. Laborer, and he would get rented out to the different um, distilleries um, to to distill spirits. So he was basically a master distiller. He was, a, yep, exactly. So was that Dr. Aaron Wiggins? Yes. Gilliam? Yeah, yeah, okay. Gilliam. She yep. did, yeah, she yep, did yep, research. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was that was a that was a a, a man. No, 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 no. Erin. Yeah. Oh, Erin. 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 Yes, the woman. Erin. Oh, get out of here. Yep. 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 Yo, her name. She. We. All right. If we start. If black and brown. If we start a whiskey company. Yeah. We. What's her name? Erin. Yep. Erin Wiggins. Erin Wiggins. Yo. Erin Wiggins. I don't think. I don't think we can do that without asking her. I mean, that's literally her name. 
<laughs> I mean, we've had this discussion before. I'm not going to jail with you, for real. But yeah, it's so, not just someone's likeness. You're we taking can, her we can name. Try it. And no, so, and so, no. check this out, gentlemen. Check this out. I want to <clears> check it out. So, um, so whenever we had slave auctions, right? So the ones, the the slaves that you know came from like the Caribbean, like yeah. you know from the sugarcane plants, yep. they were noted on their. I don't know. Their bill of sale. Exactly. Because they had experience. Exactly. So they were distilling... um, How foul. uh, Yeah, they were distilling spirits down in in the Caribbean. Yep. So you know what they were making, right? They were making rum, Rum. right? Exactly. Rum. Rum. So they were noted... I had had to think about that. Right, right. So, and they went for more money than any other slave because they knew that those guys had more women. They had more, um, you know, knowledge of making spirits. Yeah. So, you know, they went for higher prices than, like, another slave or whatever they had. Just, you know, just general labor experience. So, so, a little side note. Hold that point. Put your finger on it. So, uh, the wife is from Puerto Rico. So Correct. when we travel to Puerto Rico, there's rum distilleries all over Puerto Rico. All over Rico. the place. Yeah, yeah, great. Bacardi's one of the largest. Yep. And they talk about their history of people came there. So yep. that was like one of the second stops um, when the slave boats came to the Americas. Correct. You know, and the reason um, it's of note is because when the people there, so, so like if you go to Puerto Rico, first time I went there, I went like totally oblivious to what's going on culturally. You know, I'm thinking Americans, bam, bam, bam. But you go there. And everybody's light skin to the darkest color mm-hmm. complexion, all right. Puerto Rican, yep. right? There's even a, a little town called Luisa. It's where the Africans settled once they fought for their freedom. Like, they, they held that joint. You know what I'm saying? Anybody coming in there was not going back out. You know what I mean? Right. So they're like, Tego, Tego Calderon, the reggaeton singer. Right, right, he's, right, yeah, he's, yeah. he's from Luisa. But yeah. what I'm saying is the, the knowledge that they have and what they do there Big rum producing right, right, place. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Sorry, just want to throw that in. No, no, no. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah. yeah. So when those you know, so so when those things came from there, um, they fetched higher prices because of their their experience with making spirits. Right. Yep. That's insane. It's interesting. Yep. yep. It's nuts. Yep. So I uh, so I'm on the internet so looking up just to baggy, piggyback your other point about George Washington. Right. His rye whiskey still being sold. Yep. Uh, but, May 2019, unaged, seventy seven dollars. Still. What's it, what's it called? Uh, George Washington's rye whiskey. Still making money uh, off the back. From Mount Vernon Distillery? Mount Vernon Distillery. I'm looking right at it right now. Yep. 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 Se- this was a September sale. 20% off, actually. So it was a lot higher. Yes. Yeah, dog. So and, he's still making money is, off the you know, This is the you know, de facto father of our country. And, and you're from Virginia, right? I'm from VA. So check this little tidbit out. Oh, you other people from VA as well. In a bill signed by Governor Terry McAuliffe, George Washington's rye whiskey was recognized as the official spirit of the Commonwealth of Virginia. What? It also received a silver medal at the 2019 American Craft Spirits Association Award. Wow. Yes, sir. A and, top and, award and, among white whiskeys nationwide. And and Timothy and them did that? Timothy and them. Timothy and them. Timothy and them. And them. And them. And them. And them. Y'all know what I'm talking I mean, about. That's, I mean, that's, to me, I mean, that's just amazing. Because, you know, a lot of times... When it comes to you know bourbon, um, yeah. you know, they say African Americans are blacks. Um, yeah. We don't have the palate to discern the different flavors or different characters of bourbon. Unbelievable. So, so was that like the perception back? Of in course. The day? It, no, I think a perception even today. I think. I think really? I think, I think so. Okay. I think so, so it's it's. Oh, you mean y'all brothers don't drink Hennessy? It's the never ending <laughs> myth, right? <laughs> well, it's never. I mean, because you're right. Anything that's refined, anything that you know, they you know, yeah, they anything disrespectful, we can't enjoy. You know, we, we, we can't. We play enjoy. sports differently because we got a weird muscle. Right. You know, we run. Faster because yeah. we got a weird foot. Right. You, know, yeah. you can't appreciate this whiskey because your tongue's different. Yeah, you know, what, yeah, exactly. What is that? Yeah, man? because.
because you know they. I mean, I mean, they were property, so they. I mean, they exactly. just treat them like you know exactly. livestock. Exactly. So they yeah. didn't really take much, um, you know, uh, thought in thinking that you know you know yeah. these were actually human beings that actually yeah. you know did stuff and actually thought and actually was smart enough to do yeah. a lot of this stuff. So which, which is, I think you know very interesting to me. Yeah, it's a weird time too to be pretty doing a story like this in sense of what's going on right now. You know, we're we're basically having yeah. the same arguments yeah. all over all over again. again. Yeah, like, I mean the cycle six, is repeating. Yeah, itself. absolutely, man. But as we're attributing it to to Bourbon and what you're telling us, you know, I looked up this little article we were talking about beforehand, and this is from an article that's coming from Edinburgh, Scotland. Mm. This professor. Uh, and the paragraph reads something like this. Africans have been making and imbibing alcoholic beverages from a wide array of fruits, grains, and other natural substances for as far back as the historical record goes. Wow. And right. continue to do so, ranging right. from palm wine in coastal West and East Africa to banana beer in the Great Lakes region right. to mead in Ethiopia, May- maize and sour gum beer across South Africa. So these skills basically transferred over when transferred they came, from, yeah. came across yep. from Africa yep. <coughs> on, on the slave boat on, on the great I don't want to say migration I'd yeah. say the great captivation you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. you know, brought here by the colonizers you right. know what I mean I yeah. mean so exactly so, um, so with that in mind what, so what was the the major role that most early black Americans played in the spirits industry I would think a lot of it was probably dealing with, you know, the heavy lifting, you know, with, you know, the cleaning of the, you know, the barrels or cleaning of the vats and all that kind of stuff. So I think a lot of it was heavy lifting, planting the crops, making sure all that kind of stuff, you know, you know, got the harvest. Yeah. But, you know, and you know how it is when you're around something for a long period of time, you're going to pick up certain things. You're going to watch how certain people do it. Um, so I think originally I think they were just hired hands, Mm-mm. but a lot of them picked up the skill on distilling whiskey and how to do it in you know different seasons and all this kind of thing. So I think a lot of them actually got those skills. You know, and the thing is, you know, whenever we get something, we take it back to our neighborhood and we do a little different. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. we make stuff out of stuff that we have that we can get our hands on. So you think about it, if they spent you know the, you know their entire day at the distillery doing certain things, I'm sure. They took some of that knowledge, took it back to their neighborhood, and you know made certain things out of what they could find, and made something very similar. You right. know what I mean? So, well, let me play devil's advocate for a moment. L- uh, imagine if you came here with those skills, right? If you were <laughs> if you were captured, right, for your size, yeah, not, not for not for your mind, understand? Because yeah. right. it's not like you were sitting on another continent. You know, rubbing sticks together trying to make fire. No, you, you were coming from basically where society. I mean, yeah, irrigation, began. man. You right, had, you had everything. If, if you believe things about where yeah. science and mathematics came from, correct? In, in the country of Mali in Africa, right. okay, right. And if you're captured from that area, and you're brought to another country where you right. already know the things of construction. You know, um, irrigation, agriculture. You, you already know about fermentation from right. making stuff at home, and and how to turn grains into food, right. and how to cook. The and natural medicine, progression, and medicine yeah, as well. The natural progression, yeah. with those skills is when you come to your community because you're with your community, you do the same things you did before, right? And people see that and be like, oh, you know, since this is my property, I can make money off of this, right? Right. right. And then exactly. it becomes your name attached to that product because right. why are you going to give your property right. that elevation and mm-hmm. that designation that oh. Um, he made this right? right. Feel me? So because he wasn't a person. He was not treated as a person. Right. Well, still a person, but yeah. you're I mean, you're right. Property. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? saying? You're right. Well, to your point, though, yeah. I think that's what's fascinating about the Uncle Nearest story, and Correct. I think I think a lot of this has come to light. You know, the recently. contributions recently. of Africans yeah. 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 to the whiskey industry has come right. to light because of Uncle Nearest. Right. right. But it seems like Jack Daniel actually gave a tremendous amount of credit. 
to Uncle Nearest. Right. Well, well, we saw the interview that um, Killer Mike did with Fred Minnick. Right. right? Yeah. And, and that was a story. And keep in mind, we, our families, our history was given to us through stories. Correct. We were always told about, because, you know, we come from a big family. Right. And the thing we know about our ancestors is through stories. Right. Right. Told to us by our ancestors mm-hmm. that we carry on to tell their stories. Correct. So his uncle and uh, grandfather told him about this black man who brewed this bourbon which is crazy for this company and they thought it was just hyperbole they right. always just talk they're crazy but when it came out yeah. then he knew the validation to it right exactly. so just because they tell you and and of course there was photographic proof that necess- I mean pushed this uh, whatever the narrative pushed, yeah. the, pushed the narrative to the forefront of him teaching Jack Daniels how to make this whiskey right all right it's a reality right. Right. now everybody knows now he's getting his bottles family's getting their roses or whatever yeah but that's not the only story as you're telling us you know right what I mean? no no I mean yeah. you know I think we, we were already you know starting you know you know some of those processes and some of those um, you know dealings with um, the different distilleries and mm-hmm. and I think um, and you know you know like I said before I think episode two is um, the whole um, maple, you know, uh, coal char process was, you know, brought, you know, yeah, I mean, that was right. Yeah. So that was the, I mean, that's the godfather of yeah. Tennessee whiskey. That I mean, his process. He, I mean, that's his whole process of, and that's what Tennessee whiskey is today. But imagine, I mean, I mean, you know, think about, you know, think about it. He started something that is across. Tennessee whiskey, but who like, trade who trademarked it? Did Jack Daniels trademark it? I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Jack See, Daniels. imagine yeah, I'm if sure Uncle Nearest Nearest Green's family right. trademarked this process. But you know, yeah. but but but, he no, could, he but, could, but in fairness, though, when he passed away, he was the 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 wealthiest. He was the <laughs> wealthiest black man in the state of Tennessee when he passed away. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, he was. I did not know that. I mean, I've I've listened to a ton of interviews with Farrah right. Weaver, and and again, I fell on the sword a couple of episodes ago because I I said. I did not know the story of Uncle Nearest. I right. did not give it the level of appreciation and respect right. that I think right. we should give that brand right. um, because I think I bought into the original narrative that was played out in the media that, oh, Jack Daniels had a slave and this guy taught taught Jack Daniel how to make whiskey and right. blah, blah, blah. Right. When in reality, Uncle Nearest was actually a free man and, and an entrepreneur, so to speak, right. that, that really yeah. was a friend of Jack Daniel mm-hmm. and not property and an employee. Yeah, right. Um, so he, I, he's the first African American master distiller on record in the U.S. On record, too, by yeah, the way. Yep, yeah, exactly. First, That's dope. first yeah. yeah. That's so dope. But he was. Yeah. I mean, um, wasn't it the the minister's name is John something? He. I mean, he actually. I mean, he was a slave of him though. I mean, when he first started doing the oh, nearest. The, yeah. Um, Uncle Nearest well, had said, slaves? No, no, no. He was a slave. He was oh. born into slavery yeah, and slave. emancipated after yeah. the Civil War. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But but uh, you know again Dan some Call of these, Dan some, Call was a preacher. Dan yeah uh, I Dan Call was a preacher and grocery distiller yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and yeah. some of these interviews though that I've read and listened to with Fawn Weaver I mean she talks about how Jack Daniel held nearest and and nearest's kids in such high esteem even more so than his own kids really and and I and I think you know part of what she she tells with her story so this is about the black story. But if you if you look at the backstory of of Uncle Nearest, it's she frames it more as a story of how whites and blacks in a town called Lynchburg, Tennessee, right. you know, a town with Lynch in the name, right. how whites and blacks commingled and got right. along and bonded around whiskey. American whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, I think it is too. Yeah. So it's funny when it, 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 it talks about. Jeez, man. 
I don't know how I would have done back in the day, dog. Are you in a rabbit hole right now? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, this this conversation has, and I, I, I guess I should have done more research before we got on the mic, because I'm looking at stuff now as you guys are talking, and, you yeah. know, I'm probably missing some things you were saying. But, right, no, no, but anyway, so I'm reading about Nearest, and so Jack Daniels was a boy when he started running the yeah. scale for Dan Call. Right. And, and it says Nearest Green was only a few years older than him. So we're talking about a young boy himself. Right. Ah. Learning to run a still, and he taught Jack some things about how to uh. run a still. So he's the one who taught. Yeah, it made it seem like he was a lot older than, 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 than Jack. Well, maybe, just, maybe that's just why a few they were. years older, yeah. Yeah, then yeah maybe yeah. that's why they got yeah. along so well. Yeah. I, because they were around the same age. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's so crazy, man. It is. Yeah. It's, it's very insane. So, so as you think about this, this Uncle Nearest story, and you've yeah. already told us about some, some contributions that yep. African slaves have made to the whiskey industry, are yeah. there any other like super prominent figures that we should know about in the American whiskey industry? So um, uh, Elmer, um, Elmer uh, Lucille Allen. She was the first chemist at Brown Foreman. Wait, wait, wait. Her name was Elmer? Yeah. Um, her name was Elmer. Like, yes. like as in Elmer, Elmer T. Lee? Lee. <laughs> Absolutely. As in, all right, all right. As in, as in your, your, your ultimate unicorn. <laughs> Bro, all yeah. right. So is there any chance, somebody help me out with this. Right. She is there not. any chance that Elmer T. Lee was named after this lady? Uh, probably not. Dude, that would be amazing. It wouldn't be amazing, but I, I, think, I think Elmer T. Lee is probably older than her. That so. would make my 2020. I know, I'm right? Saying. But yeah, but so she was a female. <laughs> when, was, female. when was Elmer T. Lee born? Dude, Elmer T. Lee was alive just a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah it could be right. So um, she was a black woman that was the first chemist at Brown Foreman, so, wow. which was amazing. I mean, think about it. I mean, not only... Was she a woman, but she was of color. She was black. Yep. And she was in a lab doing experiments on, you know, different, um, you know, uh, processes, different, you know, chemical bills as far as like making bourbon. And she was a black woman. That's yeah. amazing. And, you know, and the thing is, you know, whenever, whenever I always hear the first black this, first black that. Yeah. So, you know, I, that, that always rings a, you know, rings a chord to me because... She was, you know, she wasn't the first black chemist. You know what I mean? Like right. she was, she was just the first one they allowed in the plant. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Jackie Robinson was the first black, you know, baseball player in the right. major leagues. Yeah, he wasn't the first black player that played baseball. Oh, right. Right. He was the first one they allowed. He, you know, he fit a certain mold. That's they thought point. that they, they can, you know. So it always burns me just a little bit when they say the first black this. Like yeah. we, we've been doing this for a long time. Right. This is just the one that they. They decide that you know they, they chose this particular black person to you know to hold a torch, which I'm I'm grateful for that. Yeah, right. But you know they, you know it, it almost the narrative is this is the first one that could have the skills to do it. That was qualified. Well, that, that was qualified to do it, and right. that's not the case. But I mean, you know, the weight she carried also. Oh, could you because, imagine? Because, could you imagine the break room? I mean, could, could you they, imagine that? You know, could they have brought her in hoping she would fail? I mean, she spent 31 years at this company. Right. She started in 66. She retired in 97. Right. 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 So would they hire her and say, okay, let's give them one. Right. And you got that foot in the door. Now you're carrying the weight of Everybody else and you, so and so you can't you know mess I mean? up. You know what I mean? Because right. so you, you know, no you one else is going to get a chance. You definitely don't get the strikes that You know what I'm saying? Gets. You know, I mean, you have to be yeah. better than perfect, right? Yo, as yeah. you're telling that story, I'm thinking about that movie Hidden Figures. Yes, yeah, you know, with yes. those ladies, right? NASA, yeah. I right? Mean, same thing, right? same thing. Do you have to and be was, better than she perfect? was by herself? But think right. about this though. That's that's a movie. So they wouldn't actually put in there the real stuff that they went through. Right. I mean, the stuff they put in there probably barely scratched the surface because we know right. real world. Right. We exactly. know how people are now. We right. know how nasty people are now. Sure. 
in 2020. Right. 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 So right. this was back, you know, 60s. In the South. Yeah. It's in the South. Tell me her name again. Elmer Lucille Allen. Yep. Elmer Lucille And she could have been named yep. after Elmer T. Lee because he was born in 1919. She was born in 1931. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the other way around. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, but it doesn't yeah. matter, man. But, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, so I'm just saying uh, it's, it's just amazing. Um yeah. Her story, you know, I couldn't imagine the the weight that, like, you know, Anthony mentioned before, right? That that she carried because, you know, because I mean, you know, we always talk about, you know, you know, um, Barack Obama being the first black president, right? Yep. He had to be better than perfect. Yep. He had to be better because I mean, everything he did, <laughs> he had to be sure on point because, him. you know, what I'm saying, I mean, he had to carry that because anytime he he did anything, you know. A little left or being like himself, they were they was always on him. You know what right. I'm saying? So you yeah. have to be better. Well, yeah. the other thing too is you re- as a as an African American, anything that you do represents the entire entire race, race. <laughs> right. right? So you, and, so you carry that flag. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, and it's like you know, like we all. And then you know, yeah, I'm sure we we we've had this in our lives. So like you know, when you have you know people actually get to know you, like oh yeah. you. you we want the same thing, dude. Right. I mean, it's right. not like, you know, we want a certain thing. You know, it's, we always want the same thing. They treat it with respect and so, just to, and, you know, to live our lives. You know, right. we want the same exact thing. We want good education for our kids. Like, you want good education for your kids. Right. We want the same thing. So, does that change the way we look at the bottles now? Knowing that, like, so Elijah Craig had slaves. And they were right. Does that change how we're looking at that Elijah Craig toasted barrel? Does that change the fact that maybe that, that Jefferson Reserve yeah. might have some kind of... You know, uh, legacy attached to right. it that's kind of disrespectful to the to the ancestors. How, I mean, how do we feel about that? I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. Because you know, I have um, I have a bottle of Elijah Craig toasted barrel yeah, right now. So, I mean, we're, we're <laughs> now I'm getting rid of I'm looking forward to cracking. We're in a space right now where I enjoy a, a bourbon made by Clyde's Mays, and it's yeah. Alabama style, right? You feel me, <laughs> Alabama I mean, style, yeah. And that's I think that whiskey is like a national thing designated by Alabama. Alabama you know, yeah. like like uh, Washington's whiskey. I mean, how do we feel about those? Change your flag, right? Yeah, no, no, but, that, that's Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, that was Mississippi. But, but yeah. still, I mean, how, how do we feel about those bottles now? Does it change hey, the way we look at it, or does it just give us more knowledge going forward with the brand and something to discuss with someone when we're sitting around with this bottle saying, hey, this is a good bourbon, but did you also know this? Discussion points, man. You know, that's what bourbon is about, I yeah. think. You know, it, it's just, you know, you know, you, you're not in a hurry. You want to pour, a, yeah. you, know, you know, a dram of a bourbon, and, and you want to talk about it. You want to yeah. talk about what you know about it. You want to talk about where it came from. You want to give all the information you have about that bottle, but you know, let me play. Let me play devil's advocate again. You devil's advocate? Yeah, of course, man. What? Sometimes I gotta poke the bear. I thought Devin was a troublemaker. Oh, look, there's a bear. Let's go poke it. <laughs> so, Squirrel. Like when you try to talk to people about things, is it one of those responses where you think they're gonna be? Oh, here we go again. Why is it always race? You know what I mean? That thing. I mean, but it's it it's happened. life. It's it, life. It happened. Yeah, Why are you life. gonna ignore it? You right. feel me? Exactly. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah. Right. Well, well, here's here's a couple of things I would say. So number one. If you if you are African American, you have never been able to escape the conversation of ever, race ever, right, ever, right, right. So the idea of privilege is that you could go through your life, yeah. and the concept of race never comes up, never right. touch you. As a black yeah. person, that doesn't happen. It never because, happens because it never the, happens because for the three of us in our respective careers, yeah. we have been in the room right. where we are the only. Oh, of course, and that's if, true. And if you can say I can be in the room and, and I have never been the only, that's called privilege. That's true. So that's number one. So yeah. that's why that's why it's always about race. I like Correct. it. Number yeah. two, I think we have to sort of as we look at these brands, it's 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 I think in, disingenuous for us to think that there is not some relation or some some sketched history where we were um, 
not necessarily respect it. Oh, true. Right. That's true. Right? Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, facts. and so I think we have to put it in the context of what's happening now yeah, right. with respect to these distilleries and yeah. these brands. Yeah. Right. What are they doing to expand diversity and yeah. inclusion right. in the industry? Yeah. Right. And if the answer is they are doing their part, then we continue to support. Right. If they are not, and I think that's where we have to draw the line. And I'm not one to to promote cancel culture. Yeah. Like I am not a cancel culture person. Right. Um. There are a few things that would be a deal breaker for me, though. Mm-hmm. Right. That? Like if I found out that Albert E. Blanton, and this is not a true story. Yeah. But if Albert E. Blanton was in the Klan. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. Oh, deal breaker. Come yeah. to my house. I'm <clears throat> I'm giving you all of my Blantons. Right. 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 But but again, I think Buffalo Trace. You know. It, for for their part, yeah. I think they are doing what they can to expand yeah. diversity and inclusion in the, Absolutely. In the, I mean, in the whiskey it, industry. Right. It comes to like you know our uh, our goat, um, you know Freddie Johnson. Yes. Shout out for um, yeah. So um, his great grandfather was um, friends with Colonel Blanton. Yeah. And you know, and legend goes that he helped him, you know, get the taste profile. Of Blanton, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Dope. I mean, yeah. isn't that dope? That's so, so dope. So, I mean, yeah. To I Bill's mean, point, I don't know about giving away the Blantons. I gotta know. I gotta have a photograph of him in his clan robe, <laughs> touching my barrel. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say, well, you know, that could have been Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. But deep seriously, fake. It's a deep all, fake. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's I'm fake o- news. I'm only joking. Yeah, I mean, we did that for a laugh. But seriously, yeah, 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 I get what you're saying, Devin. 100, man. Yeah, seriously. I mean, so I mean, they, you know, they, they understood. I guess. The, the contributions because you know he's the third generation of employee at, at, at Buffalo yeah, Trace yeah. his dad was the one that brought him in and right. I think he's I want to say he's teaching his grandson the business because right. uh, I don't right. think his kids are too, too yeah, interested yeah I think he did in. say his grandson yeah yeah so um, so and you know and I remember that's a true story so I remember watching Neat and not knowing much about the show before I started watching it and when Freddie Jack you know Freddie Johnson came on the screen I paused it. I said, I think that's a black man. Yeah. I mean, I really <laughs> like I didn't really you know he was light, you know, he was light skinned and yeah, I, right. I said, Wait, well, you know, that's a black man. Yeah. And 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 he's and, got that Kentucky accent. Too, right, right, right yeah. exactly. I, I love his voice. He's got that narrative voice. Well, yes, sir. It, it, I mean, you know. No, <laughs> not like that. It's not like that, man. But put some respect on that man's name. But <laughs> the thing was is that how everybody, you know, held him in such high regard was was amazing to me. He's right? a full I mean, of knowledge. I mean, man. they said that hey, this guy, you won't know anything about bourbon you talk to this guy this guy knows everything and you know and just going through the show and just watching him and then finally getting to meet him in person yeah it was crazy was fantastic yeah, what a great storyteller oh though. my god that dude god. that dude is fantastic he's the goat he is the goat so anyway so i mean just just watching that and then it made some pride in me when i saw that i mean i look like i said i i mean i paused the show and and, and, and looked at it i mean got yeah. out of my couch yeah. Went close to the TV to make sure. I said, that's a black man, you know? Yo, listen, I, I, I'm not going to front. Every time I watch Neat, I kind of forward it to his part. Yes. You know I mean, I do. I, I mean, I watch fantastic, the beginning. man. Yeah. His stories then, are fantastic. Yeah, it's, he's a storyteller. And yeah. he's lived through all he's, that. I mean, he's know? history, man. He's walking he history. history yeah, he, and he knows everything, yeah, too. So yeah. it's, it's fantastic. I would love to talk to him in this space. I would oh, love to. Oh, oh we're going to get him on. on. Yeah. You think so? I'm, I'm going to claim it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to claim hey, it. Hey, man. Claim it. You, know, atmosphere. you know, you are a magician Put when it comes to these interviews. In fact, next time we go to Kentucky, maybe we'll do it live, right? Oh. But I think I think the conversation has to also be about, like, how do we support people that are trying to be in this space right now in present day? Correct. Right. Right. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of black owned 
bourbon yes. distilleries, yeah. massive whiskey distillers. companies. Yeah. I mean, massive you guys distillers. know them all, right? Yep. So we talked to we talked to Duke and Dame. Yep. You know, there's also Fresh Bourbon, Fresh husband bourbon. and wife team out of Kentucky. Yep. Then you got the Bro Brothers. Yep. Um, and I said that right, Bro Brothers, not Brow. I think it's. Is it Brow Brothers? I think it's Brow Brothers. You know yeah. what? If they hear this, maybe they have to come on and tell us how to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. Oh, no question. We'll you have them brothers saying? on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so but Shad- I think they're Shadow actually Ridge, they're Shadow brothers Ridge and they're brothers. Yeah, they are brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're talking about brothers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Shadow Ridge Distilling. Veteran owned. Yeah, veteran I mean, owned. you're a veteran, so yeah. you appreciate yeah. you know, that. My, is the Air Force veteran? You know what? I don't know what... Branch. He if was he's in. in San Diego, I'd probably guess either Marine or Navy. Uh, Navy if he stayed yeah. around yeah. there. Yeah. But good brother, man. Yeah. Always in our DMs. He's yeah. always joining yeah. our oh, Instagram yeah? live. Oh, oh nice. yeah. He's in our Instagram oh, wow. live. Oh, nice. Yeah, we talk to him. Yeah. We so good dude. We know yeah. you're listening. So we want to engage you. We want to have you on too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's talk. Second season. We're talking to distillers. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely, man. Yeah. The one I'm really excited about, though, is Greenwood Whiskey. Yeah? And I'm, I'm excited about it because they're out of Georgia. Okay. But it's a they're paying homage to Black Wall Street. Oh, okay. really? Tulsa, Oklahoma. I did yeah. not know that. And, and so a lot of people have no idea about that whole history of the, the town of Greenwood in Oklahoma. Yeah, dude. And it Black was recently, Wall Street. It was so, recently and I found out about in, in it. In fact, what's crazy is, you know, HBO had a series called... Um, the Watchmen. The Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. And, and, they, and it's set in Greenwood. Yes. And, and it shows the Black Wall Street right. massacre. Right. And what a lot of people who don't know that history, they think right. that's fictional. They yeah, think they it was right. a part Part of the HBO yeah. show, and nah. I'm like, nah, bro, that no, was like that, that actually happened. That actually happened. Yeah. That was legit. Yeah. So I'm excited about Don't this, man. Um, and, and getting that Greenwood. Yeah. Whiskey, so. so how are they? Um, do you know anything about the brand? Like, how are they going to be labeling their bodies? Is gonna, I mean, the bottles is going <laughs> to be like. Yeah, sorry, that was <laughs> Freudian slip. I apologize. <laughs> so how, how are they going to be labeling their bottles? Is it going to be based on the town, like maybe streets or? I think it just says Greenwood. On just the Greenwood bottom. on it. Yeah, oh, but nice. we. I mean, dope. again, we would we love to have them on it. So yeah, yeah. And George is awesome. real close, man. So we can drive over there. Oh, could y'all? Thanks. Wait, no, that, wait, oh, wait yeah. just oh, that's right. I forgot, yeah. I forgot, man. You, uh, that's awesome. Thank yo, you. You know, guys. we can take your studio, though. But Connecticut is popping with bottles. That's right. Popping with bottles. When you see me in the street, say what's up. <laughs> but but I, I would say for our, for our listeners, though, I mean, you know, there's so many opportunities for us to support African-American distilleries yeah. and, and companies who are in the spirits industry. Do yep. some research. Go yeah. online. There was a great article not too long ago that just outlined all the whiskey companies that are associated with African Americans. Right. Take a look and and try to support these brands. And don't, exactly. and don't just do it just because they're African American brands. Yeah. Do it for the product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Check it right. out. Check out because well, that's a good product too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, you know, check it out like you would check out any other bourbon or whiskey. You know, yep. do your research. Yep. Look for the flavor profiles. See right. what they're putting out. And yep. nine times out of ten, it's going to be a good product because these people wouldn't invest their livelihood. And their futures in it, yeah, you know, right. like exactly. talking to Duke and Dame, man. That was just surreal for me because yeah. we're we're meeting. Imagine basically like if you'd have met uh, Albert Blanton back when they were starting that brand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's he's like, oh, I'm thinking of doing this whiskey, right? right. You know, I'm going to do this bourbon, and you're like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Let me taste it. I mean, they're actually letting you taste their product before it hits shelves. Right. right. That's just dope to me. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we're we're meeting peers. Well, per se, peers. That are doing great things. Right. Yeah. For me, that exactly. was actually, awesome. you know, yeah, that's fantastic. Dope. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yep. I mean, I, I think I think what going forward, the contributions that we're making now that we can record on record in in venues and media such as this and in the in the written media and stuff that's being categorized, I think that's gonna lend a lot of credibility to what's happening. It won't just right. be forgotten. I yeah, like what's happening with Uncle Nearest and yep. the museum that Fawn Weaver set up and the foundation and right. all that. You know, I wanna yeah, go see that. I wanna check it out, you yep. know. But 
that's just that's just part of our our history and our contribution. Yeah, Silverback, yo, great job. Hey man, appreciate it. This was nice. I mean, you know, you know, whenever. You know, whenever you know you click on one link and it leads to another link, and that's how you know it's two o'clock in the morning. You're reading about different stuff, <laughs> yeah. so um, it's fantastic. Because you know, again, you know, uh, just drinking um, bourbon, you know, you only see a certain you know person as the you know the you know the the front of bourbon, and it was nice to see that we can connect our heritage yeah. to a spirit that I love. I mean. You know, I've been in this game by, you know, two years, two and a half years. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Anthony and I spoke last night. Like, you know, we don't even hardly drink beer anymore. I mean, yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's whiskey. I mean, my, my and the hunt, the hunt is so good. The hunt is crazy. Um, you know, getting unicorn bottles, you know, getting excited about it. And, you know, my wife was giving me and Anthony a hard time last night because, because you know, we smelt the the Woodenville and we, we, we smelt um, banana, uh, bread. banana bread. <laughs> banana bread. Banana <laughs> bread. And we, we, and we, and I said, dude, it smells like banana bread. We were like giddy, like little schoolgirls. And she calling BS. Yeah, and she was like, "What are y'all doing down like, here, man?" Like little girls. Yeah, we was like, "Man, <laughs> hey," but you know, it's but you know, we're developing our palate, we're developing our nose, and it's exciting to me. I mean, this is all you know, this has all been such great fun. Yeah, great hanging out with you brothers, and yeah. it's good, you know, learning about stuff. You know, I'm a history guy, so I love this kind of stuff. So I always want to know the backstory on how it's made and the process on kind of stuff. So this is fascinating to me. Yeah, and if you don't mind, man, going forward, you know, if you come across a little tidbit. Or, or something you want to drop on us on a history yeah. standpoint, yeah, drop that in the podcast. Absolutely, man. you know. I, I know, I know you didn't want to do a whole episode where you. Nah, man, you know, us, you know, man, this this is way out of my comfort level. Nah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I know it was you awesome. guys all the information was there, man. It was you know, good, you know, you know, you know. I'm an IT guy, so I'm all you know. I'm you know, I'm all in the shadows. <laughs> the conversation drove itself, man. <laughs> yes, I, hope, I hope the people out there listening got yeah. something from it, man. I hope I hope you take it upon yourself to go into the store and grab that bottle of Uncle Nears if you can find it, or look at these other brands, or check out Duke and Dame. Just spend an afternoon with a you know with a glass. Of bourbon yeah. and reading, yeah. And just I mean, it was something. just read some stuff, man. If you, you know? find something we don't know, or we didn't cover. Shoot us a message Absolutely. on Instagram. You know, we'll check that out. We'll read it. We'll shout you out. Let us know, man. You you know how to reach us. You know by now, you can get at us, man. That was dope. Yeah, that was real time. Hey, man. So yeah, next right. episode, man, we're gonna wrap it up for the season with the mob, yo. Yeah, want to be here for that. Oh, you know, that's gonna, gonna be fantastic. Better. And then season two, we're gonna kick off a banger with you for season two. Just be here for it. <laughs> All right, yo. Stay black and keep it brown. <laughs> we out. <laughs>